0: Welcome to another podcast from Age Defying Careers. My name is Elise Stevens and today we have the wonderful Rachel Claver from Identify Marketing and she's going to be talking about her story about her career change and setting up her business. Hello Rachel. Hello. Now Rachel, can you tell us about how you came to start your own business?
1: Yes, yeah, so I, I was actually working for another business and I, I think one of the mistakes that a lot of women do is that, or well maybe people in general, but I think a lot of women do is we throw ourselves completely into another person's business and often we'll treat it as our own and we'll give a lot of time and energy to it and we'll we'll do that. And so I had done that with somebody else's business and was pretty successful at it actually to the point that they wanted to grow the business so they offered me a pay cut so they could use, so they could use my earnings, as I was commission based, partly commission based, a pay out of my commission to grow their business. And at that point, I suddenly realised that I was giving pretty much my life and my health. I was quite sick because of all the stress around getting the sales and doing the sales to somebody else's business. And what was I doing it for? And it was a real catalyst. And I don't think I think it's when you're over forty, you're you're sitting in a different place, and you suddenly go. Do I want to be doing this for the rest of my life? And I think that was really the catalyst of of why I started identify. And that's so true. I think that especially in your forties, you come to think, is this it? Mm. Is I, I, for me, I was travelling a lot and I was away a lot, and I was in a new relationship. I was, you know, coming. I'm. I'm it's my second second marriage, and I I was there. My ch- children were t- starting to reach their teens, and I suddenly thought, I am in a life that I have the mercy of other people and I need to put my health first, I need to put myself first and I can't do that unless I get some control back and so I started thinking how am I going to carve out a life that allows me to use my workaholic tendencies but not at the cost of my family and my health and that's it at 40 and plus 40 you start thinking gosh the body creaks sometimes when I get up <laughs> I don't want it to creak as much. <laughs> I understand. But I also think that we're coming into the prime of our lives as well. That we've been. Absolutely. And there's a confidence. Like I look, I I employ, I'm the oldest person in my team. I've got a team now. I started with one, started with me, which was just two years ago. And I actually was just going to have a solo business, but it started to grow. And now I've got a team of 10 and six of those are full-time employees. My youngest employee is 17. I love the fact that mainly women. And I love the fact that I have got this amazing group of females that I get to install, I guess, this tremendous positive, Side of being a woman, that I think you come into yourself more when you're over 40. And it is about installing, installing in people and instilling in people that there's a confidence that, you know, like I, I read a lot of things about people who say they lose their confidence about being seen as the person in the room when they're in their 40s, they feel invisible in the corporate world. But I think when you're a business owner, that doesn't happen. I think as a business owner, you still get noticed when you walk into a room, maybe not in a I don't know, sexual way, but you get noticed from your confidence. In New Zealand, we have a word called mana, which means kind of your inner power and your inner strength, your mana as you walk into the room. And you have that, and you don't have that earlier on, but you can help younger women get it by displaying it and and modelling it.
0: And you can help older women too.
1: Absolutely, I think there is a lot of self-doubt, especially when you've been a mum out of the, in the workforce and then you've been out of the workforce and you, you struggle with who you are and where you fit. And... And actually, we don't, we can take all those the skills that we learn from taking time off with children or juggling children and work and really utilize them and see that they're actually beneficial skills. I used to be a teacher and in teaching, you actually get credit for being away with your children as part of your teaching development. But I don't think that they're doing it, I think, because you're parenting and they think oh, parenting and teaching are similar. I actually think it's all the managerial skills you learn from being a parent and all the negotiation skills. Living with teenagers, you learn negotiation skills and how to build a really effective team when you've got teenagers. Those are skills you can't, they're everyday skills that you can bring into a business and and operate your business far more confidently, which is amazing. I agree. I don't have
0: children myself, Mm. but I do know that in my 40s and in my 50s, I'm a lot more confident about who I am and what I want to achieve than I had been previously.
1: Do you think it's just a stage, because I'm, I'm wondering if I'm alone in this, but do you think it's just a stage where you kind of think, actually, I don't need to be anybody else's thing. Like, I don't need to be what other people want me to be. I can actually just be myself.
0: Yeah, I think that in my 20s and 30s, I was very ambitious for different mm. things. And in my 40s, I was content to let it kind of ride out. And then... In my 50s, I was suddenly faced with the fact that I was uh, getting older and what Mm. would people perceive me to be. And I think it gets down to perhaps you are getting older, you are creaking, and you have a bit of self-doubt about what's the future going to hold for me. But when I started, I started another business a couple of years ago Mm. and through that whole journey, my whole confidence level has increased And with the new one, Age Defying Careers, it's really about helping women find their inner confidence zone, whether it be starting their own business or in their (laughs) 9-5 career zone as well.
1: So I'm, I'm round as well. I prefer the word round to fat because I am more round than fat. And I think for me too, I have seen as a 40 plus round person who goes into business things and I'm in marketing. Marketing is this idea where women in marketing are these 5'11", leggy, amazingly beautifully manicured makeup on all the time people. And I'm, I'm the antithesis of that. I don't like wearing makeup. I'm currently wearing sneakers and I wear sneakers most days even with my dresses because they're comfortable. I'm not that, but I've got this brain that I have discovered that people are okay, that want, want to use, you know, they want to use my ability to think. And I think my over 40s is this thing of going, actually, I'm at peace with that. It. Like it doesn't mean I don't think myself as attractive and I'm not saying, I'm not trying to beat myself up. It's more just... I'm much better at filtering to finding people that are, I guess what I call my tribe and actually not putting up with people that are trying to push me into something that I'm not. Like I speak at conferences in my sneakers. I don't go and wear my heel. I don't wear heels because I don't feel comfortable running around the stage. I think there's a stage where it's not that I don't give a crap. It's just that I'd probably say something stronger if I wasn't being recorded. It's more just that actually it's I'm, I am who I am and that's a 40 plus thing that you can take anywhere with you, whether you're in a normal nine to five conventional job or you've got your own business that doesn't kind of kick in until you're over 40, I think.
0: I agree. I wear a lot of colour to work and yes, to my consulting work and a lot of print mm. and I wear mixed prints. Mm. <laughs> okay. I'm also very round mm. and I have lots of hair. And uh, lots of curly hair. And I, like you, Rachel, yes. I've got to the point where people can either like it because this is who I am. This is where yes. I, when I put on my uniform of color and print and have my hair suitably done, I feel good. Yes. And that's what makes me feel confident. And it's like if people can't accept who I am with all my colour and print and Mm. the energy I can bring and Mm. confidence I can bring, then, you know, I don't want to be with those people Mm. because I'm never going to be an extremely leggy, well-manicured. No, no, neither am I. (laughs) And, you know, and I've got to the point where I don't care. It's like I love being able to wear things that are different and that, I don't have to conform to what society expects of a fifty-year-old. I don't think even no society what knows what to expect from fifty-year-old women anymore. No,
1: I don't think they do. I think they. I think you know people. People think it's it's. Yeah, I I think people almost think that it's insulting to be in your 50s or 40s or 50s or 60s. My mum's in her 70s and she wears leather pants and, you know, bright colored, amazing outfits. Like she's outrageous. She's awesome. I think the thing is, is that in my 20s and 30s, I was very conscious of the fact I was in my 20s and 30s. In my 40s, age is not the barrier that I thought it would be. And I think in my 40s, I felt quite a release of finding my tribe and my comfort zone. zone. And I was just thinking about it last night. I feel equally as comfortable hanging out with 17-year-olds who kind of get my brain and work it out as I do with 70-year-olds that do it. I think I'm not looking at being in this peer space where I'm hanging out with my age group. I'm just trying to find like-minded people to connect together and work with. And that's a very liberating thing to do. I think probably, you know, you talk about, you know, what made you start a business and, and, and what was it that kind of instigated it? I had run other businesses. I'll be honest, having a supportive partner is, is one of the easiest ways of starting a business because you've got someone there. And I was a single mom, mother for quite a long time and I ran businesses, but it's much easier when you've got someone invested. But also for me, building a team of other women around me who are equally as invested in success. That makes it easier. I think one of the hardest things often is if you're a woman that's a bit different and in your 40s and 50s and you're wanting to do something, you are the one designed to stand in the crowd, you know, with you, with your bright prints and your big hair, me with my loud voice. <laughs> We're designed to stand on the crowd, the key to being successful and doing that in your 40s, around you, who aren't puffing you up, but are there as your support network. Because it can feel very isolating sometimes if you're that person that stands out in the crowd and is a bit different to everybody else. I agree. I
0: so agree. And I think that I've seen a lot of things happen in the workplace to women in their 40s and 50s that... Mm blindsided by things. Yes,
1: I think so. One of the things that's been interesting for me as a business owner that employs a lot of women is I have to re-educate them on things they're not allowed to say in the office. So, for example, one of my team members who's incredibly intelligent and an incredible strategist, she used to say to me all the time, oh, this might be a dumb question, but... And and then she'd ask the question. And I pulled her up on it about day two and said, why are you doing this? And she said, I don't know. And then a a few weeks later, she came and said, I've always worked in male-dominated environments. And I've had to do that ever since I was 16 because they would get upset that a woman was pointing out something that needed a change. That's really telling to me, even as a young stage. And one of the other people the other day, yesterday, she's saying something quite similar, like, I feel really stupid for asking this. And I'm like, this is not how we talk here. You are meant to be asking the questions. You're meant to be discovering. But I think there is a part of over 40 where you start going, I don't have time to be politically correct with people. We become more assertive. And in a workplace where you haven't been like that before, if you become like that, you start getting labelled with bossy or strident or over competitive, or not being a team member. But actually it's because you're finding your place. You're finding your voice. And I think it's quite hard for women sometimes when they, because we all, I think a lot of us go through it in our 40s and 50s, but people don't understand that what we're doing is finding our voice. We're not becoming bitchy or nasty. We're just learning to speak up what's been in our head all along. And I I think it is hard when you're in a place for a while and you're going through that change of actually discovering that you've got something worth saying and you're now going to say it because there's no time like the present. And I think that's why a lot of us want to start our own businesses and start something new in our 40s because we found a voice and now we need to find a place where we can feel safe to use it. That is so true, Rachel, so true. I have a friend who is a very high
0: profile project management expert in the US. She's super organized. She knows all this stuff. She's got great clients and everything. And yet she still gets told that she's being a bitch when she's being assertive.
1: Yes. You know, and I had it actually with a competitor a few months ago who's a woman actually. And it really interests me because I was in a I was in a forum actually and I declared I was a competitor of this person. And then I said, I really like the way they do this, this and this. However, this is how we do it. And this is why we do it this way. So it wasn't like a nasty attack. It was a, hey, this is our point of difference. She caught wind of it and came into the forum and then privately attacked me via private message. And I was thinking, this is crazy. Men wouldn't do this. What is it that is not allowing ourselves to be a strong businesswoman and not understanding or wanting to tear down other people? for the success. And and I think that there is this thing of that we're not meant to be business thinking people. Like, you know, I wouldn't go out and make a list of like a competitor's thing and then go and steal their clients, because that's obviously wrong. But if someone's asking, hey, what's the value of this service and what else could you think, you're gonna speak your mind on it and you need to feel free to to say those things and discuss your points of differences in a respectful way, without feeling like by doing that, you're somehow labelled as aggressive or labelled as a as a nasty person or difficult, you know. And I think there is difficult behaviours, you know. Like, obviously, um, we're, we're quite strong in here because we've got an all-woman staff except for one poor male who, lives, who works off-site. We have quite strong rules around back-chatting and bitchy conversations and gossip, and we do have those conversations. But generally, we're about saying... Face to face, hey, that wasn't a good job, and not couching it in, oh, you know, I really like this, and i grown ups. And we need to be actually working in a grown up perspective. And women can c- take that from other women, but if you do that to a male, they're going to be like, don't tell me what to do, even if they listen to it to another male. So, and that's not all males, by the way. I'm not having a go at, at males because my, you know, my redesign is not like that, but I'm just saying, Often when we find that voice, it is very hard to work out how to couch it without being seen as the bossy one or I've had men say things to me like recently I've had, can I have the pretty strategist or can I have the one with nice boobs? And one said to me, um, I've got a team member, she's in her 40s and she had a baby after she was 40, and he asked her in for a a 6.30am meeting. So she brought her child and a nanny to the meeting, and the nanny and the child were in another room, so they weren't even near the meeting. And he said to me afterwards, it was very unprofessional for her to bring her child to work, so I can't work with her, even though he never actually saw her with the child. And I think there are still so many issues around being a woman in business, and being a woman employee, and still char- managing these things without being judged for them. It's just incredible to me. I so agree. Rachel, what
0: tips would you give other women about making a career change in their 40s? You want it to be one
1: that's lasts. So really think about what you actually really want to be doing. I think that's really important because you don't want to be going in for the same old, same old. If you're in a job you deeply hate, you have to get out of it. Because Life is too short to be in a job you hate. If you're in a job that's not using your skills, don't be scared of that. Move away from it and find something that does and don't worry about doing something completely different. If you're in a place where you don't have the skills you think you need to have, don't be scared of taking, I guess, a demotion to learn the skills, but take and apply using technical knowledge, like using things like lynda.com and the cheap cheap online courses and upskill yourself on things that you need to do. I always think go for it. And I think the thing is, is that when you're looking to change, and if you've got a partner or you've got children around you or other people that are influencing you, I'm a strong believer in you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. So if you're in a place where all your friends are very negative or you're having like a lot of stuff, you need to be kind to yourself and understand that if you've got more than one or two that are actually like that in your close group of five, you're going to struggle to make a really positive change. So make some lifestyle changes first and sit down and carve out What do you want your whole life to look like, not just your work environment? Do you want to have time to be able to go for exercise every day? Do you want to have an environment where you can have, you know, eating healthy? Can you do, like, have a look at all those different things as well? Because then you start building a plan for your holistic change that isn't just about your work change. And I think that's what I did. I sat down and went, what do I want my life to look like? And then I said, so what does that, what business or what role would help me get that life? And that's basically how I stepped in and did it. Well, congratulations, Rachel. Thank you. Great
0: story and so inspiring and uplifting. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. You're very welcome. Thank you very much for having me. That ends another podcast from Age Defying Careers.